bonus episode proving fighting easier when you're not in a locked exchange with Jake Shields or Rafael Lovato Jr. It's just easier. I'm watching right now. Lovato, just sweep him. See? See how easy it is? Time for a verbal tap. The show that proves we don't know really what we're talking about most Not of the really. time, but we give it our best. I'm your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, we have a lot to talk about. There are multiple topics. You can absolutely pick which one, but you sent me something about Nicolas Cage starring in a sci-fi martial arts movie entitled Jiu-Jitsu. So that's Sorry, on the docket. I... That's on the docket. Okay, that's on the docket because I'm not sure. he's He is on hold whenever you're ready to talk to him. So we don't we can keep him on hold because I don't know if you know this. He shoots 900 movies. So he's just permanently on hold and he's no always, matter what. Yeah, he wants to get more into podcasts. People just don't. <laughs> and Lovato just kicked Shields away with six minutes and 40 seconds mm-hmm. after a nice uh, ground exchange. All right. That's on the docket. Polaris Pro, mm-hmm. especially uh, the Tommy Landonall. I'm going to mess his name up 27 different ways. <laughs> sure. going to get me a call out. Josh Palmer calling that card. It obviously featured Jake Shields versus Rafael Lovato Jr. That's on the docket. Pans. Who wants to have a grapple? Who wants to have a grapple? He said something um, that I'm not sure I've heard before mm-hmm. that was a little bit of a Britishism. It was in reference to the. There was a UFC event happening the Saturday after this Friday fight, which kind of explains why this was on a Friday. And he said, Masvidal versus Till will be main eventing that one. And it was the first time I heard main eventing mm-hmm. used that way, but I'm going to be using it more often. Uh, to be perfectly honest, you and I have done commentary now, so sometimes the brain goes faster than the mouth will go. And the mouth will struggle to catch up as you're saying things and going, that doesn't sound right. Uh Uh-oh, better double down on it. It's my mouth main eventing out my (laughs) words again. (laughs) There is a lot to that, though. We'll be, you and I are are always main eventing, but welcome to this podcast where we're main eventing it harder. There was a BJJ WWE announcement, which we will yes. also have a little conversation with. Lovato's grabbing his ankle like he spent some time in 10th Planet. That's a 501 mm-hmm. marker. That's always that's fun. I've got the fights on in the background if you hadn't pieced that together yet. And if you hadn't, just get that coffee. I know it's so a long subtle. Commute, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot going And Raph, finally, TJ Dillashaw, and I assume... There's two stories I think that are worth talking about. One okay. was him in a Gracie Barra gi. I think a is he blue belt? I thought it was he a, blue is a blue belt. Yeah. Okay. The other was, and I already did by he's a blue belt. And the other was he might have used steroids, <laughs> so he definitely forfeited his title. Where do we start? Uh, okay. Well, I told you that I think in full disclosureness. See, main eventing. Um, <laughs> Full disclosure <laughs> Sell it like you made it, kids. Uh, but we should probably just come clean on all the things that we might test positive for. Because, again, Kevin, for a sport where a lot of people have suspicions and there are giant organizations dedicated to figuring out who might be cheating and getting an edge – Somehow nobody is willingly taking things 
and everyone has an excuse. So I thought it was important because nobody's cheating uh, that we should just be forthcoming with whatever we might get caught with in the future, Kevin. So you said I'll start that you wanted to start and I, I couldn't even get that out. That's how much you want to be forthcoming about your thing. I just think I'm going to remember more halfway through the conversation at this point where I'm like, Oh, let me add this to the list. Um, I mean, most, I don't think this is going to surprise anyone. Let's do with the hardcore drugs first. Obviously I enjoy weed. Uh, there's some trace amounts of, what you would call the happy, happy, little acid, little 70s, maybe some shrooms, who can remember? And uh, a drug named after, I assume, a dignitary named um, Dignitary Molly, which is also a nice little peruser, and a heavy anti inflammatory currently called naproxen. And there was at least a three week run in last. Like uh, last allergy season where I was doing too much Afrin, but I think that's <laughs> I think that's it. Okay. Oh, uh, and that horse semen tranquilizer I've been taking to relax my muscles called tetrazetazole. That one too. Sorry, now I'm done. Uh, okay, that that I think that's pretty good. Last one was now. Uh, you have actual drugs that I think you've come down with. Um, I'm trying to, uh, what, oh fuck. Is that what this is called? I'm trying to find find out what the Bradley Cooper movie is where he's on like everything. Is it limitless? Limitless. Oh yeah. And did you mean the Bradley Cooper movie or did you mean the show that they somehow crap formed that thing into? Oh man. Isn't that so great when you look at a movie and they go, let's make a TV show out of this. Oh, and mm-hmm. in the exact order, Google has this right. Limitless, limitless movie, limitless pill, limitless TV show. That is, <laughs> that is a good job, Google. <laughs> they probably should have put limitless porn if they didn't have any parental features uh, going first before we're like, that. We're not allowed to suggest porn. That is Let me awesome. also bring up to you that when you type in Bradley Cooper limitless, it does put it first because that is the search term. But then it's like, maybe you meant Wedding Crashers, or Yes Man, or Wet Hot American Summer. Do you really want to make that movie choice, Raph? I, so. Yeah, they're like, you sure Limitless is the one you wanted to see? He has so many watchable movies. So here's the best part. You understand that I've you know never really taken any kind of drug. You know, obviously you got your Tylenol and the antibiotics if you want to get into that semantics. But no, I've never done weed. But I think if I were to be on something, I might test positive for the limitless drugs because sometimes I do wake up in the middle of the night still working on a computer, though my brain might have been sleeping. I definitely might have carried on a conversation with somebody while at the same time editing something. I think this is what Kevin refers to as sleep mode. So there is that. Well, I'm in sleep mode. You're doing something. You're just charging. Yeah, well, I mean, the the worst is when people just like yell out, hey, Alexa, and I answer for it. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I mean, go go ahead. (laughs) Ah, shit. Don't let the humans know. Okay. There's several times i you know i could rename my alexa anything 
could definitely rename her Wrath, but that was Please don't. <laughs> That's the worst. The more I think about you naming whatever vehicle provides things for you. Hey Raph, it's gonna get really confusing for me. And probably I mean, definitely that's going to confuse the shit out of Victoria, too. Oh, can I also be clear on this? I, I told people this a long time ago because people would always ask me, like, Raf, you know, why don't you like weed? Why don't you, you know, want to smoke out? Why, why are you boring, I guess is what I say. And my response was, I'm a writer, so I'm just putting it off as long as possible for my inevitable outcome of being someone who uh peters out and gets a really into some hardcore drugs after i become successful so don't worry it, it's gonna happen kids it was just you know Only, we're not going the disney ending here we're gonna do that coca and write a screenplay oh it's gonna be so good it's gonna be ooh ben affleck's gonna start it i think i don't know let's find out <laughs> he's available presently they're are many angles of the TJ Dillashaw. I guess we'll give it a few days, weeks to to kind of understand what's going on with what he well, actually tested positive for. But he already gave up the title, so it sort of don't seems forget like, though. Cody no talk about fucking Cody Garbrandt. God damn it! Yes, right, why? Here we why? Go. No, let's no. Let's talk about neck tattoo from Ohio. <laughs> let's go ahead and give him some more time because why? you know in this episode of he was right theater this would be a fun game we'll just go back yeah. to 2015 pull whatever <laughs> Hawani said it's like john jones is pure integrity <laughs> and just glasses, like, that <laughs> i am not listening to josh palmer talk to rafael lovato jr but rafael lovato jr just won this fight that's that's good i mean this is a, this is a cool fight well yeah. so why are you not enjoying the cody no love. No, I uh, am. I mean, I just had to be a little. Uh, I just don't. Before we make him soothsayer and he becomes the <laughs> ESPN next. I don't know. Well, here's Ariel the reason Hawaii why Junior. We'll have to. We'll have to give him. <laughs> but go ahead, give them the credit. The audience, is like, why the hell's going? Honestly, up? don't even want to give him credit as much as I want to give Middle Easy credit. For the perfect description of this, Middle Easy has been crushing it. And as you know, when we have the option to select which news articles we're going to pick when we put on the website, we really try not to do BJPen.com ever because uh, not real news. We do try to give some attention to your MMA junkie, your MMA fighting, um, you know, those outlets that really, really work. And if the source is coming from, say, ESPN, a lot of times we try to come from that. So if Arrow's breaking the news, if uh, Brett Akimoto's breaking the news, we try to give credit to those people originally. It's kind of the, the journalist in me that still is somehow existing in this world desperately tries to give credit where due. But Middle Easy, I feel, has been really hitting its stride in terms of Man, we see eye to eye on this one. When they wrote, maybe we should listen to Cody Garbrandt more when he talks. Probably not. But Garbrandt was telling the world about TJ Dillashaw's steroid use way back in 2017. And I thought, that's perfect. That's, that's exactly that's a good what headline. we need to describe that as. So Probably not. It's a super funny, <laughs> it's a super funny little tag on that. That's all I got there. Let's talk about Lovato because... Uh, Polaris! Mm, 
Mm. Well, Loris. Well, I want to talk about Lovato as a nice transition to this. You know what he was rocking that made him very discernible? Mm. These beautiful spats that even as he came out, I was like, who is this knight in shining armor? Where did he get this gorgeous armor? And then, Raph, I got a better look mm. from our friends at North-South, jujitsu.com. Oh, okay. If Lovato's doing it, you should be doing it. I'm talking to the audience. I'm talking to everybody. You should be doing it. Go get North-South jiu-jitsu spats. Get their underwear. You are going to be able to sweep Jake Shields the second you put them on. Please don't tell him I said that. NorthSouthJujitsu.com. Running specials. Check out the apparel. Get the spats that the best wear. I kept thinking about that because Lovato's always kind of like posting on a right leg or doing that. It's like perfect advertising. <laughs> this is it. This is what I was looking for. Massive props out to them. But Polaris, let's start with the main event, Raph. Pretty pretty damn fine fight between two legends no submission no. lovato gets the win via decision i i'm watching this car it look jake shields has been doing jiu-jitsu as long as anyone else has been doing jiu-jitsu he's very good he's obviously got some sweep comfortability not a word <clears throat> can be now thanks josh comfortableness there's a comfortability little factor grapple a comfortable <laughs> grapple as he hits the just no problems staying out of some really problematic positions that Lovato puts people in, including that mount, including that he loves grabbing that arm and getting it sequestered. He really loves when people try and pull him in deep half. Jake Shields did all those things, lived to tell about it, got on top once, pulled for a nice heel hook, fun, fun match. Oh, but I loved how Lovato was not sweating leg attacks, even with 30 seconds left to go. Because if I were him and somebody who is a title contender who's filling in the time by these, you know, grappling events for funsies and to keep his name out there, I'm definitely worried about all of my limbs. I want to make sure that they can punch and kick as needed, especially when you've got a gay guard that you need to go ahead and take out. But when he saw that heel hook, he's just like, mm, yawn. Mm, not even concerned. I was very impressed, though, with Kimura as coming from one, Rafael Lovato Jr. from bottom. It looked hard to maintain that control from top for Jake because when Lovato was trying to pull him around and get that sweep with it, I thought, oh, yeah, that's just that's holding on by a thread. And Lovato's just super patient being like, yeah, dude, I'm going to take your arm. JK's, I just wanted to go up the top. And then once he got the top, he's like, yeah, I don't need that anymore. I'm good here. (laughs) So that was fun to watch. And, you know, here's the thing, guys. I like that match for a number of reasons because I like the fact that Lovato is somebody who now is just going to get up-and-comers. And I think that's all good and fine. But at a certain point, even when they announce, and we can get into this, Nikki Ryan versus Uriah Faber, this goes back to my thing of saying, is there nobody for him to compete with that's younger? Like maybe within a decade of his age? Because Uriah Faber might be double his age. I don't think I'm lying. I think it might be close to double. And, for age, s- and, and a fair amount more than his chin. I'm not going to say it's double, yes. but he has a yes. larger chin. So to me, I say, okay, well, other than the flash appeal of 
Uriah's marketability or his visibility, sure, good for Nikki. And I know he's trying to get higher profile matches. Uh, just what the fuck, man? I don't want to see Nikki going on a tear just beating up older dudes. That's not something that appeals to me in the long-term game. It's a short-term gimmicky sort of a thing because obviously the kid's talented and I just feel like there's got to be somebody. It doesn't even have to necessarily – I understand his, his level is so good. But you mean to tell me there's nobody in the goddamn United States within five years of his age that could put it to him and make it an exciting match? We saw that with Cobrinha's kid. It, that was a great match. And they were relatively still different ages. But at the very least – can we do a few more of those? Because I feel like with Lovato, him and Jake Shields, on paper, even though Jake is older, you didn't get the sense that it was a a generational difference between those two fighters. No, but I will say as soon as Keith Krikorian can get his shit together, mm. maybe then we'd have a bit of a Nicky Ryan well, contender. Well, but until <laughs> such time. I, Keith, if you're listening, and I know you are, that was Kevin who said that. And I want to make sure that you understand, Kev, that training with Keith has only become more difficult. Yeah. He's looking okay. a little bigger, too. I won't lie to you. In terms of like lifting. A which few as years we ago, I was like, oh, well, skinny. at least he's skinny. So he's going to beat me, but he's going to do it the technical way. Now he kind of looks like he can grind. It's like, shit. Yeah. He's, uh, he's running. He's lifting. And the best part is, you know, I try to shame those folks who lift. Because I say to myself, why do you need to do that? And people go, Raph, it's, it's helpful. We're athletes. And I go, yeah, yeah, but we all know. Marcelo said, you only get better at jiu-jitsu by doing jiu-jitsu. And they're like, well, actually, uh, you know, he says he'd probably lift right now as according to Jonathan Satava. And I was like, shh, don't say that out loud. <laughs> Quote somebody else. <laughs> Though I'm kind of, yeah. <laughs> so, look. I'll argue with Marcelo right after he outbenches me. Am I right? Am I right? It's throw a little five star review if I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'll out squat. I don't know. I'm out. I'm not even. We're like, is Kevin deeply into benching? He is not. He's still nursing a shoulder injury. There is, I assume, more to come from these types of matchups because they must have done something that allured Lovato during, as you already kind of pointed out kind of dangerous time i do want to talk about the podcast's preferred method of choking people and how it was employed by fion davies mm-hmm. which i always was like fion sort of like i think what's the kid in rufio thank you i was okay. like peter pan i watched the live wow. there it is now we're there <laughs> fion that was one brutal You'd have to call it an arm triangle, but she kind of used that gable grip. Yeah. Jibera teaches that one. He's like, no need to lock it in. You just grab <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful choke. One of the fun submissions that we got to see. Yes. And, I mean, obviously she didn't do it because it's our preferred method of choking people out. But if she did, that would be cooler. It's also not going to stop us from saying that she didn't or did. It was such it's a just, shout out. It was just a yeah. clear... I love verbal tap. Because <laughs> I saw it and I said, wow, 
that looked beyond effortless, especially to Jazari, uh, where I said, she's a game competitor. And that look on her face afterwards said it all. And I couldn't help but be happy for her. She had one of those really hard to recreate emotional moments after getting it where it just kind of sank in that she put her mind to something and she accomplished it and she really got to feel how great it was. And those are the moments that we, we live for in sports. And for her, she's been on a tear and I know that there are a lot of people paying attention to her now, but holy fuck, man, just, it was so cool to witness and I really feel, and I know you mentioned it's like literally the only submission that happened, <clears throat> but there's something to that where it just felt like the highlight to me in a show where, yeah, I mean, you don't necessarily have a ton of finishes, but that will stick out to you. Even if that match had gone a little bit longer, like to me, that, that dominance was definitely something that I, I took note of and said, you know, she's she's continuing a, a very, very impressive streak and more power to her. So, um, you know, <laughs> I like being able to tell people now and being like, you guys keep a lookout for her. <laughs> mm, she, she's going to do stuff um, to me. I just think, man, what a what an impressive capitalization of opportunity and uh you know getting ready for it in all that time so that's cool i don't ever want ethan krenlinson on my back mm. say that well okay if you do have ethan krenlinson on your back we did learn something at this event which is he doesn't seem to enjoy when people pry off a rear naked choke finger by finger no that did not seem to interest him. No. And I was going to give him the props, so at least another finish on the fight. Because uh, the Wagner, Ross, Nichols, Wagner on top the entire time, but Krenlinson gets the arm bar off that. Yeah, that was, you know, uh, we did preview this in the last episode, and I'll say this because, listen, Wagner, I love the fact that he took his moment to address the crowd and say, Hey, if you're feeling something, because it does feel good when people are saying you are not alone in this world, especially as we get more and more athletes who are standing up for any kind of, you know, mental health issues or mental health awareness, hugely into that. That's great. <clears throat> the Jesus thing. Um, you know, not my thing per se, Definitely not Kevin's thing. As see two episodes ago, there's a great. Yeah. <laughs> people were like, uh, I almost was like, it's not an anti-religion rant. Yeah, it is. It is an anti-religion <laughs> rant. Yeah, I'll, I'll just own it. I just, I we we try to understand. Like, all right, that's your thing. Sometimes you have to have an extreme amount of faith to excel in this. So it doesn't or necessarily just surprise. Live. I mean, I've been down. Fair. Alabama. I get it. <laughs> But we've seen a lot of people uh, find their path through that way. And great. That's awesome. Now when it becomes confusing, when we put it into the context of sports, you know, and I know people have heard these arguments before, so it's nothing new. 
It is interesting, though, when Wagner did say us in the general direction of Jesus. And I just thought, okay, I really don't know what to do with this other than to just say, hey, Kev, I got news for you, dude. In years of watching fights, I've never seen anybody os Jesus. Like, when you os Jesus and he did bow to him, it made me feel like, do we have to do that at the end of class? Because I'm not into that. <laughs> you know, like, okay, guys, it's Helio. It's uh, bow to your instructors, bow to Jesus. And what way do we always know Jesus is up? You know, like, what if Jesus is just like, at a 45 degree angle. We've been doing it wrong this whole time. What if he doesn't think he's above us, but beside mm-hmm. us? Right. I've heard Joel Austin say that, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, we'll leave on the TV and watch some sort of DVR. And now on Sunday nights, the Joel Steen power hour just happens to turn on and I go, all right guys people watch this okay well i wish you guys well good work joel and the best part is joel's definitely like he's selling it man as an orator he's getting up there and being like hey guys i'm gonna tell you guys a joke and it's gonna take me five minutes to get there but i'll get there and you will too because that's what jesus wants in an oratory. Five minutes of a little bit of sprinkles, and at the very end, you get your cupcake. I genuinely listened to Joel Osteen talk about an eagle's nest recently no! for 15 minutes. I, I made a joke as I left. I was like, I was waiting for him to bring this around to religion, and he hasn't done it yet. And I left, and then I hear, I think he's doing it now. Wait, no. He's doing something else. <laughs> you know, kids, one of these days we're going to give you guys the opportunity to pick your own adventure and you're going to choose what extra version of Verbal Tap you'd like to see us do. Is it the James Bond cast? Is it the Kevin watches religious programming and commentates as it goes along? Who knows? <laughs> but it's all available <laughs> to you. Yep. Hey, Mark is in for the bond podcast and i'm catching up i though we're gonna have to put a massive caveat on some of the earlier bonds behaviors have changed (laughs) behaviors have changed there was one also there was an additional fight i wanted to call out mike perez was all all over darrow o'connell um eduardo rias somehow won a fight against centario lelius in the gladiator name matchup (laughs) <laughs> but Sebastian Broche, famously of Yoga for BJJ, lost to Tommy Langaker. And Tommy Langaker is very good at jiu-jitsu. Yes. Throws a flying triangle at a yoga expert. That's ballsy. That's kind of beats him up a little bit the whole time and then finishes the fight with, gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually blanking on what he finished it with. It was, oh, I remember why I'm blanking. It was kind of like a collar choke, but Sebastian Brioche's face was up against the mat. We couldn't really see it. So it was something across collar, like um, similar to a bow and arrow ish modification. Then calls out Keenan 
talk shit on the worm garden is like, I've heard there's a man who doesn't believe in the Baron Polo. And he's like kind of laughing. You can hear his teammates <laughs> are kind of laughing. It's like the week before he goes, if I fucking win, I'm going to call Keenan out. People were like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to call him out. Keenan's fucking worm god. And that, that was it. That was the plan. And they were all like, shut up. No, you're not. He did. They laughed. And I think we've got a next, another fight. Josh Palmer, I will say, mm. needs a stock phrase for when someone gets a fight that they can't possibly get. Uh, Joe Rogan uses, I'd watch that fight. So just something like that. <laughs> Josh knowingly as we all felt but couldn't say it to him we're like i'd uh, shine a shoe for that one who the fuck is t- <laughs> that's main eventer worthy <laughs> tommy langaker uh not ready for keenan probably i mean i don't, I don't like i, I no. like sebastian broche but let's get, let's calm down you have to you have to get a little more street cred maybe unless keenan's like yeah whatever that sounds great keenan doesn't really <laughs> sound like he's paying attention he's probably playing video games yeah, so, Keenan's definitely on like hour nine of explaining the worm guard on his Twitch stream. You know, <laughs> guys, the really amazing thing about worm guard when you put it in the context of Super Mario Brothers, and I hope that you do because uh, Super Mario Brothers is great. But the worm guard, it, it's so fascinating. I haven't even gotten into it. I've been perfecting it for nine years while I was b- slipping on some banana peels uh, during a Super Mario Kart party, but no big deal. Thanks, Keenan. I, I paid money for this monthly. <laughs> this is. And how do I pay more? This is great. <laughs> but Josh had that flash across his fight like, you're never going to get that fight. And he just said, Keaton's fought for Polaris famously before. No. <laughs> okay. Well, that was nice. Like that was, the, that was the world's sweetest way of being like, yes, he exists. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, other anything else probably to call out? Mm. I, think, no. I think we did it with Polaris. Yeah. All right. Well, Rap, I have to put you on hold before we talk about oh, the side yeah, of the right. hands okay. to do just a quick check-in on what... Yep. So, thank you, Rap. I appreciate that. And I'm here now to comment on a show that the Hollywood Reporter said existed. It's called Jiu-Jitsu. It's a sci-fi mixed martial arts movie. Martial arts is called Jiu-Jitsu. There's no mix. That's me projecting. Starring the one, the only, Nicolas Cage. Here to comment on if he does jujitsu, if he's getting paid for this, or if he knows what it is, Nicholas Cage. Oh, man, this is cool, okay? So, <laughs> I love being on the show, okay? Like, love the show. Could not be a bigger fan. Oh, that's Well, I loved your work in the Snowden movie. I thought you played a really underrated role in that. You were in. You played uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's mentor. Doesn't matter. Why jujitsu? Do you do that? So here's the thing, man. I like to fashion like a lot of what I do on Elvis. Okay, so that's why like three of my movies, Elvis is in them, man. He's not just in them; he's in them. Okay. So first of all, you get me in there, and I do some karate chops like my man Elvis. Then. I'm going to get real intense. Okay. I like to pull guard. That's what I do. <laughs> All right. Um, so you do know some of the terms. That's good. Can you tell us anything about the show? Like what it's about? 
I believe it's a movie, man. They don't tell me what these things are. Sometimes I just walk in and I just react. So they hand me a script and I go, get that away from me. If I read it, I won't do it. All right. Well, you heard it here from Nicolas Cage. It is a movie. It is a movie, man. And I play this guy who may or may not be an alien. And it's it's going to blow your mind, man. It's going to it's already blown off half my hair. Well, I'm going to skip this chance to ask you what the hell kind of judicial system Con Air was reflecting when you were sent to prison in the beginning of that movie. But we just don't have that kind of time. The name of the movie is Jiu-Jitsu. You've heard of The Guard. Can you give us any spoilers? Like, is your character in some sort of cool tournament? Okay, dude. So get this. First of all, they came to me and they're like, Nick, man, what are you looking to do? And I said, sub only, bitches, because that's what I'm all about. But then they were like, Nick, mainstream America isn't ready for that. We need points. And I said, I hear you, man. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going in. We're doing it, you know, six-minute increments. Then we're going to film it, and then we're going to add some, like, space aliens to it. And then I'm going to find the Declaration of Independence. Awesome. That's, I do love that movie. <laughs> National Treasure. You're speaking of National Treasures. Nick Cage. Verbal Tap fans, please join me in giving him a hearty thank you for stopping by to give us some tips about what kind of picture the upcoming sci-fi martial arts movie Jiu-Jitsu will be. Nick Cage, thank you very much for stopping in. This movie only justifies me being on this show more, man. Couldn't agree more. We will call you same time, same date, same number next week. I'm not leaving. Thanks, dude. All you right. rock. Well, I, do have to, uh, I do have to put you on mute and bring rap back, though. Oh, so, all right, dude. That. Well, I'll just uh, I'll show myself out. Sounds good. And I just got a note from Verbal Tech Legal. Nicholas Cage took all of the beer out of the fridge. All right. Thank oh, you. Rude. Yeah, I'll just leave rude. it. Raph, thank you. Um, not a yeah. lot of coming out details wise about the show, but needless to say, his energy yeah. was electric. Okay. So. <laughs> Cannot wait for whatever movie I, this is. I enjoy sometimes when we have these postmortems, like you're talking to me as if I'm responsible for it or that you are giving some feedback to it, uh, to which I, I just say, I, listen, dude, I'm just a vessel. I just book these people and I, I can't promise you who comes on. You are Whoopi Goldberg's character from Ghost. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Oh yes. they just so, your words, not mine. Fucking your the show, words, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> oh god! It took six and a half years to justify these bits. Okay, and I would like to, just in case people think, <laughs> let's be clear. In case people yeah. think this whole thing is a bit right, real right. news story from the Hollywood <laughs> Reporter that Nick Cage is going to start a sci-fi martial arts movie, jujitsu. That's that's real. Did not make that up. No. That I just all of a sudden I can imagine people are like, are they fucking with us? It's like I think we Why? might be, but if we are, it's because Greg Kilday over at the Hollywood Reporter is fucking with us. So cite your sources 
It came out 3-19-2022. No, kidding. This year. Here we yep. go. One final topic to cover, Raph, on our grand slam of hilariousness. Sure. It is, and I'm just crossing my fingers to make sure no damning stories about the UFC have come out since we started this podcast. No, no, no. We're good. So far, so good. So far, so good. <laughs> you are headed to Pans this weekend. I have some teammates headed that way. I know Tessa's going to fight um, one of our badass purple belts. And I know Eric Coe. Mm. Um, and I'll give his website a shout-out, Coe Performance. He started Ooh. an online and in-person training, motivation, dieting, the whole nine. And that would actually be great if he just decided not to do it in person. Like you go up to him and you're like, can I get some help? Nope. And it just looks like me. Oh, yeah. He only <laughs> find my email. <laughs> ask me online. Yeah, that would be go on right now and ask me via our direct messenger. I mean, you're right in front of me. No performance suggestions in person. Uh, thank you. Uh, goodbye. I guess what I'm just trying to say is we should find ways to be ruder to people (laughs) who invest in our time and goods. Because, Kev, let me point this out to you. You ask about pans, and I say yes. And I am going out that way to take photos. If you guys have last-minute photo arrangements, I can definitely make those things happen if you're kind of an organized person. I had somebody say, hey, Raph, can I do this? Like, how much do you cost? And I told them the price. And they said, "Uh, you know, I don't get paid till next month. And I said, sorry? Like... Would love to help you. Um, can't really do the wimpy version of payment. So love you guys. But I definitely love the person who, uh, and I think I told you guys this the last time. He's like, hey, man, um, if I get submitted, can I just like get a refund? And today I actually put up, to follow up from yesterday, I just put up no. Period. You cannot. Period. <laughs> I'm going to send you a telegram with my numbers. Oh, man. You have to decode it and find out where I'm going to be and if I'm going to pay you. I'm a little curious, though. I'm a little curious, though, to break kayfabe right now. Do you hear snoring going on in the background? Yes, I do. Now that you say it, it took me a second. I didn't until you were like, do you hear it? Is that what your dog is doing? That is 100% my dog. Oh, what a little French bulldog just bringing that. Oh, I was doing the Jeopardy <laughs> quiz on okay. Amazon and they were like, what's another name for a French bulldog? It is also <laughs> the name of Popeye's cartoon girlfriend. We were oh. like, Olive? You, really? Is that what people call their French? You're, you're in the know, I presume. No. You go to the beach dates. Do they call them <laughs> you go to Olives? The beach. Uh, you know, I'd have to put it to the the groups. I'd have to ask my wife. My wife is the one that keeps us up to date on all of these things. She's the one that definitely tells me things. It's like, ooh, you should see what this Frenchie couple's up to. And I go, I don't know these people. And she goes, well, they have 60,000 followers. And I go, a dog outdoes us? If, if, Gross. if I didn't know better, I would already know that you are on a huge Frenchie group chat. Like Not me. Like a message board. <laughs> Let me know. Well, here's the great news for the audience. If you mm. weren't sure, 
if mm-hmm. you were going to come <laughs> listen to next week's podcast, I yeah. have news for you. Good luck finding out if they, in fact, call Frenchies olives without no. tuning in. <laughs> so now I think we're going to have people's attention. 100%. I'm going to get people coming up to me at Pans and going, Raph, I got to know. Do you look it up? And I'm going to go, no, I'm here. I don't know. Ask Kevin. Um, you know. Be, no, Kevin's I'm... worthless. <laughs> you can't help us. <laughs> well, you know, the worst part about the going to Pans is you really don't know what's happening in the real world. So even though you have your phones about you, sometimes there are news announcements that happen that you're in the middle of photographing mm-hmm. someone or you're chatting with someone or sometimes you even see a person. And then news comes out about them about an hour later and you go, wait, they're performing where? And they're competing at this? Oh, I didn't know that. I just saw them. They didn't tell me that. So stranger things have happened. But I like to explain to people that Kevin becomes what we refer to in the movie world as the dude in the chair. So that concept is explored by one of the more recent Spider-Man movies, uh, the one with the kid, Tom Holland, you know. Where he's got his best friend whose whole purpose is to be like the NCIS friend that just goes, hey, I've got you in right now. I'm going to run that DNA test. It's looking like she lives in Pasadena. She's been 14 years uh, sober, and it looks like she definitely committed the crime. Go get her. Which is why normally I go, Kev, what's happening with Metamorris? And he's like, oh, Raph, major news. I'll tell you later. And I go, what's later? I don't know. I need Same know exact headline. There's a yeah. woman. We don't know what happened to her husband. Things are missing. Some people suspect it's her cousin. I don't. I'll tell you why. This, this is, that's how I describe what's going on with Metamorris, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I get really excited when, you know, normally I'll be in the know pretty quickly and I'll try and tell Kev. But those are my moments where I go, Kev, what's happening? Talk to me, Kev. You're in my ear. It never goes as well. It's always whatever wraps live at an event. So here's hoping nothing massive happens. Oh, don't do that. No, that makes me more nervous now. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be Conor McGregor's running from the police. Ram's going to be <laughs> taking shots of a purple belt match. I'm like, you're not going to fucking believe this. It's a police chase. He's in a Bronco. Oh, my God. He's in the same Bronco. It's what's going to happen. Don't get me wrong. There was some great footage that somebody put up from, I think, a local ABC affiliate that basically had a car chase, which is normal here in California. But the perp if you would, the guy running from the police. When he gets out of his car, you know, sometimes they get a little desperate and sometimes they make that last minute run for safety, which is even funnier being like, well, you couldn't run in a car, so now you're going to run on foot. This sounds like a great idea, especially with a chopper and a whole bunch of police to run after you. This dude saw the end of his tunnel, knew he was coming to a dead end, gets out of his car, and then proceeds to, right as the music's about to start playing, and I mean the figurative, like, end of the movie music, he just started to pop and lock, which I said, that's a different choice. I love it. What a way to disarm the police from hitting you even harder. <laughs> so, to you guys, I say, Kevin might be making up a fake scenario, but you gotta believe that the showman that is Conor McGregor eh, might not be against it. 
I honestly think it would go back to increasing his stock. It's like, Connor's <laughs> going to do two years for evading the police. It's like, fucking awesome, man. That's Irish. We're all going to be drinking his whiskey and bars in seconds. That is all the topics I had for you, Rap Esparza. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Fans of the show, you know that this is the time that I beg you to go to iTunes Leave us a five-star review. It helps. If you're someone that enjoys the news content, he says with serious air quotations that is being provided on the social media, tune into the grappling hour for the live interviews. Rap is doing tons of stuff up every week. You have to give us reviews. You have to tell us. You have to keep the pirate ship. There's 70,000 podcasts. In the time it took me to say that, 64 new thousand podcasts were opened and they're all main eventing their way into the numbers and stratospheres. I need you to go help us rise a little bit more to the top where we go. Mm -hmm. You come, we're going to read these. We're reading reviews. We're usually pretty caught up on those. Join us for WWE BJJ week because fighting also more fun from outside the cage. That is going to do it for us this week. Yeah, I do have one. Yeah, I mean, obviously, come find me if you need photos. But when I posted the highlight video of the very best of WWE BJJ Week, which, by the way, go to VerbalTapCast.com if you need more information or want to see the amazing video, you might be in it. Um, Ashley Lauren Rolo definitely put something on here. And she said, me, a.k.a. her, versus Kev. And we get to pick each other's outfit and two inflatable slash soft props. Uh, except <laughs> I'm going to get a ticket to <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, I'm seeing here that uh, it looks like no major airlines currently fly to that hellish landscape. I can right. get a flight to New York and just find a way. Uh, well, I did say, haven't you beaten him up enough? To which Asher responded, emotionally, yes. Mentally, almost. Physically, I've yet to begin. Oh, God, yeah. She could beat the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, go catch her fight that. this week, right? That's what's happening this upcoming week. So, we wish the very best to her. But, Kev, I mean, yeah, I think that's a good enough place to end it. Yeah, go look up. Sign up for WWE BJJ. Uh, you can find it at verbaltapcast.com. We're going to start accepting submissions, prizes to the best from Dodgy Collective, Luda Gear Incorporated, and Fire Grub Meal Prep. So you guys want to get in on it because I've already seen some of the videos and um, people are uh, bringing it. And our good friends, Kev, I don't want to spoil too much, but we might be getting like like a new apparel like somebody might be from KO Sports Gear sending me something. Oh. So we might have like a new thing that might get debuted, maybe a new singlet that I have. Um so I'm just saying be on the lookout for that. Uh and you know, Kevin, it's just uh, WJBJJ Week is as we put out there for you guys. We get the love back from you. But my favorite are the people who go, Oh, is it back? Or I love this time of year. <laughs> makes us know that all the work that we do is worth it and that'll do it for me that'll do it for us tonight here at verbal tap i am kevin thank you for listening good night and good fight
number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is... 